Good morning and welcome to Coffee Break podcast with Riverside County Child Support Services. My name is Nathan Hartell, Deputy Director with the Department in Riverside County and with me today my co-host is... I'm Bruce Wagner. I'm the Chief Attorney here at the Department of Child Support Services and good morning Nathan. Good morning Bruce. How are you doing? I am doing great. Well I tell you what, um, I'm pretty excited about today's episode because not only do we have a very special guest that we are going to interview, but that special guest happens to be you as our co-host of the podcast. Did you know that? Is that news what to you? Well, what do you know about that? Yeah, oh, I, I do. know about that. You didn't know that. All right. Well, that's good. You that's, told that's me. Awesome. You just told me. Yeah. <laughs> so for our listening audience, uh, we wanted to make an announcement. I do think this is a big announcement. So uh, for almost two full seasons, because this is going to kind of close out season two of our Coffee Break podcast. Things have been going so well, and here comes Bruce, our co-host, who says, I'm going to retire. And so this episode is special because it's not just about interviewing you. It's about getting insight and knowledge and your experience in the child support program out to our listening public so they can gain some really important pieces of information about what it means to effectively work with our department as we kind of send you off. And as we say thank you, as we say farewell, we thought this would just be a great way to tell you how much uh, we have loved on this podcast, uh, being a co-host team. This in no way is ending the podcast. We are going to kickstart season three in 2021 um, and just get right back to it uh, with some new uh, enhanced things. Uh, but Bruce, this is your last episode. So uh, congratulations on your retirement and uh, just wanted to announce that to our, our listeners. Thank you, Nathan. And um, yeah, it's been, this is this podcast and working with you has been one of the highlights of, of my, my career here at the Department of Child Support Services. I think this this podcast is an an amazing idea. It it helps uh, our customers and listening audience really understand um, the the human side of what we do here at the department. So it's been it's been a real uh, honor and a real uh, privilege to to work with you and to work with everybody that helps out on on the podcast. Um, Manal Anzer, Marquise, um, we have Maria, we have uh, um, all kinds of people that that help out to, to get this podcast up and running and out to the public. So uh, thank you, Nathan. And um, I'm going to miss doing the podcast, but I will continue to tune in after I'm gone just to keep up with with what's uh, what's happening here. Yeah, that's great. And I, I'm sure that you will. And I hope that you do. Uh, you know, I sincerely appreciate having the opportunity to co-host this with you. It's been a really great pleasure doing that. And, you know, this for me just kind of made me reflect a little bit on the purpose of our podcast. And so I was going back and I was re-looking at all the different episodes that we've done, well over a dozen of them now, the different topics that you and I have had a chance to cover. And it was a great reminder, I think, to articulate here in this episode to our listeners the reason why we're doing this. And one of the main reasons we got into this was not only to share information about what we do as child support professionals, but we got into this to make sure that our listeners know what experience 
they should be having with our department. And I think that's just one of the, the awesome things about this podcast is we are able to say in this universe of listeners, this is what your experience should be. When you call us, when you come in, when you are working through the child support program to get a brand new court order, when you are the person who receives the support and you need that to be enforced, we're able to say to everybody, this is what that should look like and feel like and what that experience should be. And Bruce, you and I have been able to do that uh, successfully by talking about a whole range of things. And as we move now into an interview today with you, um, I want our listening public to know that strangely enough, we're not going to make this about you. And I don't mean that in a, in a way to lessen uh, who you are and your role and your impact in the child support program. But you and I have made a commitment since we started this, that this was about our customers. This was about the listening public. This was about the general public who might want to take advantage of our services. And so we're going to use um, the knowledge and the experience that you have to make sure that we continue with that today and constantly steer your experiences back to how it impacts, affects, and influences our customers. So I'm excited to do that, and I hope that you are too. Oh, definitely I am. And, and I think that is so appropriate because um, we – what we do here at the department is not for us. It's, it's for um, our participants out there. Uh, Absolutely. To make sure that their lives are made a little bit more easy um, because of what we do here. So, so appropriate. Uh, I'm glad to hear that because I really hate talking about myself, <laughs> but I, I actually do have a lot of experiences over two decades of experiences with the Department of Child Support Services. And uh, maybe I can offer the listening audience something useful, uh, maybe something that they can use sometime in the future. Yeah, I have no doubt that you can. And I think what I would like to do, Bruce, is just ask you to kind of reflect on your career and your experience in the program. And while I have a, a, you know, some specific questions in mind that I'm going to ask you, um, those are going to kind of come about through a, a conversation and through giving you an opportunity just to kind of express to our, our listeners your story, how you started in the program, and where you've gone from one place to the next and what those experiences have been and how that's uh, connected to customer service, um, our court system. Um, as an attorney, you have a lot of involvement in our legal processes that influence child support and what we can do and how things get done. So I'm going to kind of open it up uh, for you to just kind of start that conversation. And I'll throw in some, some questions to you as we go. Okay. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So uh, maybe I'll start with what I was doing before I came here to the Department of Child Support Services. Um, I was actually a high school math teacher. And I taught math for 14 years in LA County. And during that time, uh, towards the end of my teaching career, I, I started going to law school at night. Um, not necessarily um, with the uh, uh, goal of becoming an attorney, but I just wanted the experience of going to law school. Uh, well, after going to law school, I thought, well, I might as well sit for the bar exam and, and see if I can get admitted. Um, and lo and behold, I was. So that, uh, that sort of put me in the position of changing careers. And uh, uh, so what I did is I, I applied for the Riverside County uh, DA prosecutors uh, jobs that they had available at the time. 
Um, and I was hired on as a deputy district attorney in the family support division. Um, and that was the very beginning of my career here. Just a few months later, uh, about five months later, I think, to be exact, the, the district attorney's office family support division uh, was moved over to um, the Department of Child Support Services under the Department of Health and Human Services. So we, we pretty much did the same thing back then. That was, a, that was around 2000. That was at the end of the year 2000. Um, and we, we continued business as usual, but, but there was a different uh, feel. There was a different um, attitude, I think, uh, after we did that. It, it wasn't so prosecutorial as it was customer service oriented. And that, that, was, that was the vision of the then state director, um, Curtis Child. So that's how we started out as the Department of Child Support Services. Bruce, anytime I hear anybody reference the district attorney's office in connection to the child support program, here's one thing I know for sure is that you've been in the program for a while. I have as well, and you're signaling for our listeners that there is a difference in what the child support program is now versus what it was in the past. And when you think about the fact that children in our child support caseload are often uh, connected to open cases for the minority of their life, so upwards of 18 years. So we definitely have customers and the parents of these children or grandparents or guardians of these children who can relate. And they can think back to a time when it was run by the district attorney's office, not everybody, but many of our customers can. So my question to you when I hear that is, what's one of the biggest changes that you have experienced between the old way of doing business and the new way of doing business that hopefully has been a positive thing for our customers? Yeah, that's, that's a great question because I think that's, that's what really distinguishes the Department of Child Support Service from the district attorney's office. Um, the district attorney, uh, is a is a prosecutorial uh, entity. So um, if somebody breaks the law or violates uh, an order, uh, um, which is a uh, um, also a legal obligation to follow, um, they will file charges against that person. Um, we at the beginning. Um, of the Department of Child Support Services back in 2000 continued on with that same um, uh, prosecution style enforcement. And we did a lot of, of uh, both criminal and civil um, contempt filings. But as we, as we moved along through the, the life of the Department of Child Support Services, um, we became less uh, focused on uh, punishing people who weren't paying their child support and became more focused on seeing what we could do to um, help parents um, meet, their, meet their responsibilities when they had a, a court order to pay child support or uh, supply medical um, insurance for their children. So we became more of an assist type um, agency than um, a punishing type agency. And I think that's the biggest change. That's the biggest thing that happened 
um, over the last 20 years. And I think where we are right now is we're in a great position to, um, to do a lot of really good things for um, the people we, we have as customers in the Department of Child Support Services because we work with um, mothers, fathers, both parents, the paying parents, the parent who's receiving child support. We work with caretakers who are not biological parents. Um, we do a lot of things that are geared towards one thing, and that is making the lives of the children in this this county a little bit better because they have a little bit more financial support. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you emphasizing that because that really is what the child support program is about. Um, and we've referenced this before that, you know, the program is one of the biggest anti-poverty programs in the nation. And people often don't think about us that way. But when you say that we are helping to make a difference in the lives of children, that's not just rhetoric. That is the truth about what we do. And really it's the truth about the customers that we serve because it is the parent ordered to pay support who is providing that financial support, medical support. We are simply the intermediary that is funneling that then out to the family who's ordered to receive it. You know, so you say, you know, things about prosecutorial with the DA and, you know, our emphasis now really, we care so much more now about the process in which a customer travels through to get to that end result of a court order. And we do still have to enforce those orders. That is part of what we do. But we're not going to be so quick. You're right. And that's been my experience as well. We're not so quick to jump to take those maybe harsher enforcement actions because we want to build a relationship with our customers. And we want to help them to have an experience throughout that process that builds a relationship where they will stay engaged with us because we know that that, again, leads to a better outcome for the children. So you've been there to see all that. You know, um, and, and that's amazing. You know, you're, you're an attorney. You mentioned taking the, the bar, passing the bar, um, switching from being a, a math teacher to an attorney and just completely changing your career. As an attorney, because I can't speak to this, you know, I, I'm not one. You know, what do you think is the, the most important maybe piece of advice, if you will, that you can impart to our customers and our, our listeners about navigating through the legal part? of the child support system, or maybe even in interacting with the court. I would imagine that you have many, many years of experience in working in that whole area of the program. Yeah, absolutely. When I first began working here at the department, um, I spent uh, a, most of my, most of my work days uh, either meeting with parents in um, pre-court hearing um, conferences, or in court um, presenting uh, cases to the, the commissioners that we appeared in front of. Um, and so I have a lot of um, experience uh, working with parents and some of the things that come up uh, when parents uh, have to go to court or uh, the amount of child support uh, is at issue. Um, so, I think if I were to, you know, look back and, and say, what's, what, is, what are some of the more important things that I could pass on from my side of the table to the parents who were sitting on the other side of the table? Uh, one is that um, 
child support is not a science. It is, it is really an art. And when, when you're working with another person, hopefully you're, you're completely forthright, you're honest, and your, your focus is always on what's going to be best for our child or our children. Um, and in most cases, that's what I see with our parents and uh, caretakers in this agency. Um, but that, that is one of the most important aspects of dealing with this, uh, this issue of, of child support orders. Um, just be honest, just be caring, and just be willing to work with um, not just the other parent, but with the Department of Child Support Services staff. Um, they are professionals, and there's no doubt about it. The attorneys here, the um, caseworkers here, all the staff here are very professional. They know their job. They can help out. Uh, so if you, you really listen to what they're saying and you are willing to work with them, I think the outcome any time that you have a child support order at issue is going to turn out much better. Not, not to say it's always going to turn out the way you want it to. Um, that's pretty rare, um, but it, it will work out as best as it can. Yeah, and sometimes it really is what you experience and how you're feeling throughout the process even more than the outcome, because you're right. That's been my experience as well it may not always be the end result in terms of how much someone is ordered to pay or how much someone is going to receive. But if you feel heard and valued and respected throughout the process, and that's what I'm hearing you explain is that as, as customers, you know, that engagement that they have during that legal process of talking to each other, uh, talking about, you know, expenses, talking about visitation, custody, all those things that play a part in coming up with the amount of child support that's going to be, you know, court ordered. If they're doing that with kindness and respect and appreciation for each other and listening to the professionals that, uh, that work for Riverside County Child Support Services, that process should feel supportive and it should leave them feeling like, all right, you know what, even if the outcome wasn't exactly like I wanted, I feel like I was heard. And um, that's, that's a really important thing. So I'm glad to hear you address that. That's very, very important. Yeah, I, it, it, it's probably the most important thing is, is for our, our customers to really understand um, we have their interests um, at, at heart, not, not ours. We, we have no interest in any specific outcome whatsoever in any case that we establish or enforce. Um, and the same is true uh, when, when we're in court in front of a commissioner inside a courtroom, uh, the Department of Child Support Services doesn't take a position. They don't, they don't uh, advocate for any one parent or the other. Um, what the, the Department of Child Support Services attorneys will do is they will um, present a case to the commissioner and let the commissioner know um, where the, the similarities and where the differences are in, in positions of the parties and narrow down the issues so that it saves court time, it saves the parents' times, um, and it's, it's just a more efficient process. Um, and as I said, 
our, our attorneys will not advocate for any one parent. What they will advocate for is that the court properly apply the law. And that's, that's the biggest role of the Department of Child Support Services attorneys. Um, and that's, that's very much unlike uh, the private attorneys where uh, a private attorney will go into court and they'll, they'll sit next to their client and they'll argue and argue and argue in favor of their, their client. That doesn't mean that their position is right or that they are necessarily trying to advocate what's, uh, what's best under the law. It's just that's what their job is. And that's different from what we do. So am I, am I correct in hearing you say that as one of our customers, it's actually a good thing when you hear us say that our attorneys aren't doing that arguing in court on their behalf, because what that means is that they are impartial. They're addressing the numbers, the facts, they're addressing those situations on both sides. So it's not really a, a negative um, to have the child support attorney not um, specifically arguing for them and representing them because you can have the confidence as a child support customer going into court knowing that a child support attorney is completely impartial. That's a pretty, pretty big deal. That means you have someone who is fair and balanced in all of this and looking at it from the perspective of the outcome of the court order and what things should be rather than having a, a vested or emotional interest in either side. Is that, do I understand that correctly? Yeah, very, very much true. And it works in um, both parents' favor because when, when our attorneys don't have any um, um, agenda, you might say, yeah. uh, except to uh, resolve a case in the, uh, the most just way it can be settled, um, they're going to work with with both parents equally on a level playing ground. They're not going to they're not going to hide anything. They're not going to um, misquote the law or or hide facts. Um, their goal is just to um, bring the parties together if possible and um, resolve issues so that when they walk out of the courtroom or the the conference room over over next to the court. Um, they may not be totally happy with, with the outcome, but at least I think they should feel um, it was a fair process. Yeah, and that's really important. That feeling of fairness leads to better compliance with court orders, which then goes back to children and families having more of the support that they need. So, you know, Bruce, as, as we're talking and as I'm listening to you share your story, your experience in the program, you know, there really is, you know, one other question I want to throw out there for you, and then I'm just going to kind of open it up for you to uh, round out our time with, with any additional thoughts you have. But in the process of doing that, if you could share with our listeners uh, at some point here before we're done, what do you find to be, have you found to be the most rewarding part of your time in the child support program? And I, I think that there can be some encouragement and some perspective gained from our, our listening audience by, by hearing that as well. So um, really appreciate you sharing with us today, your career, how you got here, some of your insights and the things that you've learned. And with that question, I wanna kind of put it back to you to, to close out our time and, and what you have to, to share and impart to our customers. Well, uh, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, <laughs> For me, it's always been about doing what's right. 
and um, how to be as fair as possible, um, try to uh, um, get appropriate court orders, um, not go try to get a high order or a low order, uh, but just get an order that will work. And um, you know, when I when I became the the chief attorney about four years ago, um, I I was almost stunned um, that I wasn't the only one that had uh, the same type of philosophy. Uh, I, I started working a lot more with with um, lead attorneys and people throughout the state, and I found that they all pretty much had the same perspective. Um, we want, we want to do what's right here. We want to make sure that we provide quality service and at the same time are giving people a fair shake. Um, that whatever we can do, we will do to make the lives of our, our the families who we um, enforce orders for better and for the children. Um, and so, I, you know, I, I just, from my perspective of working with other um, professionals around the state, um, I am just so thoroughly impressed uh, with how professional they are and that um, without, without their, their dedication, um, we wouldn't have the type of program we, we have right now. And it's a statewide program. Um, what we do here in Riverside County is very much like what happens in uh, um, San Joaquin County or Alameda County or Sacramento County. It's very much the same because what I found is that attorneys throughout the state really are, are dedicated and um, focused on getting um, great services to the customers at the Department of Child Support Services. And I, I do want to say that that is especially true in Riverside County. Uh, the people here in Riverside County uh, that, that I work with um, up here in the administrative section, our attorneys, our enforcement staff, our establishment staff, um, they are consummate professionals and seek nothing but to get the most fair and most appropriate child support orders for our customers. No, thank you, Bruce. And, you know, I think for our customers, again, what I would emphasize, when I hear you saying those things, it's really it's not about the people that work in the Riverside County Child Support Program. What it's more about is the fact that if your experience with our program as a customer is anything less than what you're hearing Bruce and I talk about today, if it's anything less than the highest standard of professionalism and regard for our customers, we want to hear about it. And we, we have loved that part of this podcast of being honest, being open, being transparent, welcoming the difficult questions. Bruce and I, you and, you and I have done that. Uh, we've been in the hot seat where we've taken the, the difficult questions uh, from the public, where we have addressed those who have responded in surveys and said, hey, you know, what I experienced wasn't exactly what you're talking about. So um, all that you just mentioned there, it really is the desire of our department to provide that level of professional and service to, to our customers. And so I love hearing you talk about it. 
Um, you know, we sign off our episodes by saying that our coffee cups are empty. Um, Bruce, we're gonna do that in a second, uh, but as we get ready for that, and any final thoughts or comments that you wanna share with our, with our listeners before we close out this, this special episode? Yeah, thank you, Nathan. I, uh, um, I just wanna say I'm really excited about the future of the Riverside County Department of Child Support Services. Um, over the past few years, um, a lot of changes have occurred, both with personnel and for, with policies. And I just see nothing but great things over the next years to come. So uh, along with that, that comes the improvement of the lives of the families in our community. And as I walk out the door for my, my final time towards the end of the year here, um, I will feel absolutely confident and, and assured that I'm leaving a, uh, an agency behind me that uh, will do the best, provide the best services possible. Well said, couldn't say it any better. Thank you very much, Bruce. And I'm gonna close us both out today. Um, so my coffee cup is empty, Bruce. Yours is as well. And I'm sad to say that as your, your final episode in our Coffee Break podcast, you're not getting any refills. Yours is empty. It's done. <laughs> well, if you would have said that in the first place, I wouldn't retire. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I'm so glad that we had this chance to, to speak with you. Uh, I hope our listeners will uh, be able to gain something from that. I'm confident that they will. Uh, please remember to subscribe to our podcast. Uh, you can get additional information about the services we provide, our hours of availability, how to contact us, and new ways, virtual ways, of uh, interviewing our, our staff through uh, Skype appointments. You don't have to just be in person anymore. You can get all those details by going to rivcodcss.com and get the latest there on what is happening. Bruce, thank you so much. I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Nathan.